It is Sunday morning, 9, 3, 4 a.m. Yes. Check the venue machines, weekly pop culture action, mm-hmm. pop culture, movies, TV, other stuff that's in the realm of pop culture. I am Jason. That's Zach. What's going on, man? Not much, man. You know, we're in the, we're in the depths of spooky season right now, so I'm just soaking in all the Halloween atmosphere, dude. Are you, how is your, are you watching anything? Are you playing it? What's, what's going on? Um, watching, uh, a couple things. Um, I watched, um, my standby, which is Hocus Pocus. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, and where, where do we stand on Hocus Pocus as a movie? I think it's good for a Disney movie and it's good for a Halloween movie. Yeah, I think Hocus Pocus is a good movie, but it's very clearly like just two grades above a decom. Yeah. It's very decommy. Yeah, I get that. Um I think it's still good though. I mean it's got like I think the Halloween atmosphere of it like makes up for a lot. Sarah of Jessica it. Parker in that movie though. Woo <laughs> man. Every time I rewatched that movie, like my wife and I watched it last year, and I was like, I, how does she go from looking like that to like the, you know, Sex in the City, horse face? Yeah. Whatever people like to joke around. They joke that she's a horse face for some reason. I don't know. She's, I think she got work done, and that's when everybody started. Maybe, yeah. Or she's like a long face. Yeah. But she's good in that movie. She's also good at, she's also uh, Matthew Broderick's wife, which is weird. Is she married to Broderick? Wow. For like years, like 30 years. Damn. Like, not like some sort of like, oh, they're yeah. new. Like, no, they've been together for a Clearly long time. Clearly, they like, fucking, like each other. Yeah, they've been together for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like Ferris when they met. Damn, what? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Damn. Yeah, like, they were like, because I think they were in a movie together in the 80s or something. That makes sense, I guess. Weird. I feel like she wasn't really big, though, until like Sex in the City. Oh, yeah. Like that's when people like really knew. I mean, she was in, what was it? That Matthew McConaughey rom com. I think she was like had like a like a um, like a, maybe like a teen movie in the eighties that was a kind of where she mm. broke out of, which is probably why she met. Whatever. Probably she okay. She married Broderick in ninety seven. I lied. Sorry. That's still. I mean, she was with Downey Jr. from eighty four to ninety one. Wait, she was also married to. Wow, I didn't realize. I don't know what married, but together with him. Interesting. Yeah, but that's still. I mean, I guess at this point, ninety seven is almost thirty years. I was about to say, yeah. even, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, give him another f- four years yeah. and that's basically 30 years. That's so. right. But I, I like Hocus Pocus, man. I haven't seen number two yet. What's your, what's your stance on number two? I haven't watched number two. It just didn't look that good to me. And I don't know. Yeah. I haven't taken the time to watch it. Maybe I'll try to watch it this year, but. I, I want to this year. I will see. I haven't watched number one yet. Number but one number is just so good to me, and it's just such a quintessential Halloween movie. It's like watching Halloween Town; like it just feels good. I don't, I don't fuck with Halloween Town. What you don't fuck with, I don't Halloween, fuck Town? with Halloween Town? When that when that movie came out, the first one, mm-hmm. I think I was already like overseas. Yeah, so I didn't have Disney Channel. Uh... Or I think yeah, I really do think this the timing of when the first one came out because the first one was what ninety nine or two thousand. I want to say it was nine, or, or maybe it was like I don't remember. I want to say and it was I may, like, maybe I just missed it in general. Maybe it was maybe I was at still stateside when it came out. I just missed it, but like ninety eight. 
98. Okay, so maybe yeah, I must have just missed it then. So yeah. I remember like when it came when out before I left to go live in Japan, it was like Johnny Tsunami Brink, mm-hmm. um, the best monster man under your bed, best friend becomes boogeyman guy. Yeah, I remember that one. And then uh, Phantom of the Megaplex were like my Halloween decoms. Yeah. And then I, just, I just never saw Halloween Town until I came back from overseas, and it was like mm-hmm. like the third movie or something. Do kids even get movies like this from Disney Channel nowadays? Do they get like the Johnny Tsunamis and Halloween Towns and all that I, shit? I think they still make decoms. I think they've been making them for a long time. My wife, my wife has a whole different batch of decoms than I did. Huh? You know. I mean, I know there was someone like I was growing up, but I don't know. I feel like people always talk about the old ones. Like, the, like they don't talk about the like. And maybe they just the new ones aren't that good, but or maybe it's just old. To what's who you're talking to and what's considered old? Maybe that's true. Because like to like my wife, like she's never watched Phantom and the Megaplex. Yeah. No, but she's seen like the the Time movie where the guys go back in time or something. I, I've watched the Time movie too. That one or fucking you know, like she's heard of some of the older ones that are like you know like the sixteenth mm-hmm. year or thirteenth year or whatever. Yeah. You know. Shit like that's that. the Leprechaun one, isn't it? That's um, or is that the mermaid one? That's the mermaid one. Okay, luck of the Irish. I think luck of the that. Irish. That's it's the, the Irish it's one. Timothy yeah. and Mudson, where he turns into a leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, with Lassie. For yeah. Sake. <laughs> well, you're watching anything else? Um, you said you're watching that Netflix show. Yeah, right? the only other thing I'm really watching, and I'm liking it a lot. Um, I don't know how quickly I'm going to go through it. I don't think I'm going to go as quickly through it as I did like Midnight Mass. It's Midnight Mass. I binge that shit in like two days. Right. Um, but I am watching The Fall of the House of Usher. I'm only I only finished the first episode, but I liked it quite a lot. I'm excited to like get further into it. Yeah. Um, and then I also need to finish up Castlevania. I didn't watch a whole lot because I finished Final Fantasy 16. Uh-huh. I was like busy like fucking trying to truck through that shit to just like get it over with before Spider-Man came out. Right. Um, so I didn't watch a whole lot else. So can we confirm or deny that he kills his brother, but his brother's still alive? I know that. In Final Fantasy 16? Yeah. Yeah. But then eventually you kill- I don't know. They don't ever actually specifically say if he like killed his brother. My assumption is that he like did and then his brother's just the Phoenix, so he came back to life. Right, right and just right. nobody i guess nobody thought of the fact that the so Phoenix why did he like, why did he become the why did he become if and then kill him yeah um well he became a freak because he's he thought he saw joshua or no he saw his dad die and so he went like berserker mode and so he became free like his icon power awakened he became free like went berserk like had no control over it and that's when him and Joshua were fighting because Joshua thought, didn't know that it was Clive. Yeah. He thought it was just some like Got random, it. like monster that like came and like destroyed this village. So, or destroyed their, so at the end of the game, he becomes King. At the end of the game, they get rid of all magic in the world. <laughs> that's yeah. Stupid. That's the ending is, well, the whole story is basically they figure out partway through that, like crystals and magic are like, sucking away all the energy of the world and all that shit mm-hmm. um and then there's also some weird like alien space being that shows up that's like we made magic and also we fucked up the world with magic so then the, the final is... battle is you like 
fighting the god creature and like getting to the point where like magic is no longer needed for people and it's like yeah but like magic's kind of fucking cool though it's like <sighs> this game wouldn't be possible without magic so like I, I get what they're trying to say of like it basically becomes like environmentalist message of like yeah. save the earth and all that shit but it's also like i want to be able to throw a fireball i like, think at this point we just gotta like play Baldur's gate three just That's no Let's just stop Final Fantasy because they've never been good since like. Final I don't know, Fantasy man. I'm 10. ready for fucking Rebirth, man. It's looking real fucking good. That's just Final Fantasy VII, though. So I mean, point, I'll take it. I never even played the original, so I'll take the new one. My point still stands. They haven't been good since ten, maybe. I 10 mean, this two, one was better like, than like J-Bot. the last one I played was. Uh, oh, I played a little bit of fifteen, and that was awful. This was better than that. And then before that, I'd played like thirteen, and this was better than that. I don't know. I like the action RPG era that they're going through, though. Like, yeah. I prefer that because I prefer that type of game to like traditional just RPGs in general. Like, I, I prefer the character action stuff, but yeah, I prefer turn based. Yeah, if I want to play uh, character action stylish games, I just play DMC. Yeah, that's true. DMC, or you could play um, Vanquish or like any other game by Capcom, basically. Yeah. Well, sick, dude. I know I, uh, last night, my wife and I were trying to find a Halloween movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we downloaded a couple of movies, you know, Scream Ooh. and... Oh, yeah. Scream's a good shit. one. We had a big debate over Hereditary. We're like, yeah, I was like, I don't know if we're going to commit to this or not. I don't know. I still, I, I want to watch kept... it at some point, but I know it's like one of his scarier... Right, so we were like, okay, we're gonna we'll put that on the back breaker for now or the back burner, and then we kept we kept looking at letterbox like lists and keep, mm-hmm. we kept the Conjuring. I was like, no, I'm not watching it because that's fucking no, James Wan shit. That's Fuck like that. James Wan, like Patrick Patrick yeah. Wilson, like horror guy, like Ed Warren guy. I'm not watching any of those movies. It's we had like, one movie in our we had one jump scare in our movie today, and it still genuinely frightened me, even though it was from fucking 1974. Right, but then she kept clicking on like she'll scroll through a list and click on another one, and it's like another uh-huh. J- it's another one of the Ed Warren verse movies. And I was like, no, there, there's like eight of these motherfucker movies, dude. Like yeah. I'm not watching any of. Them. There's all the the nuns, the Annabelle, Insidious, the Conjuring, like, all that the stuff. It's not all that it. shit. Not doing it. And maybe I will, but like Patrick Wilson, fucking Night Owl, or whatever the fuck his name is from Watchmen. Yeah, not doing it. Yeah, the fact that. Patrick Wilson is basically like superhero Jesus in that. And then you see a picture of Ed Warren in real life. Like he looks nothing like Patrick Wilson. Oh no. They look like fucking troll people. Yeah. They look like, like, like New York people, like New York Italian dudes who like hunt ghosts. Yeah. Oh my God. But it's a, that's pretty much it dude for me in terms of yeah. oh, what I was trying to say. My point was that my, mm. we we ended up picking a movie she wanted to watch because she were, Looking for costume ideas. Mm-hmm. We always do a couple costumes. Yeah, and she kept seeing this on Pinterest and stuff, and all mm-hmm. the all the hip girlies want to do this movie. Ooh. So she's like, let's let's watch Midsummer, right? So I've been I've been avoiding it. Are you gonna years. do like the cult costume? She there's one she kept seeing of like like the the girl and the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and the bear. So I obviously you talked about it before when it came out. I yeah. thought it sounded lame, but whatever. So I downloaded it. We watched it. It's not that scary of it's, a movie. It's lame. It's not a good movie. Like, it's not a good movie. It's not terrible, but it's like, I was so fucking annoyed with the movie. Because, like, one, it's Wicker Man. 
Yeah, I mean, it's no, it's one hundred percent just Wicker Man. All it's over. Wicker Man, and obviously we saw Wicker Man recently. Yes. So like, it's like I, it's fresh in my brain. This is yeah. fucking Wicker Man, just a yeah. little bit inverted. Number two, my biggest problem with the movie hmm. acting is all great. Every, everyone's acting great. Everything yeah. looks great. All that stuff's great. I'm fine. Florence Pugh is great. Yeah. Right. This is and this is my problem with A twenty four, which is not even. It's a blanket statement. So it's not even true. It's just a you realize statement. now. Well, now A twenty four said that now they're trying to get into more like action movies, and I'm fine with that because we need, we need a canon films to come back. I mean, I'd take it. But this movie was like two hours and like thirty minutes. Yeah, it could have been ninety minutes. I think. I mean, that's and then I, I agree. That's a blanket statement for all movies. Is that a lot of movies today are just like too long? They're well, like the, way longer than they need. Midsummer just has so many fucking extended wide artsy fartsy that don't do anything for the story at all yeah but they make you th- because it's the cinematic vision of the landscape mm-hmm. it's not crucial to the story yeah it just looks okay okay like it, it if it was different if it was like like wes anderson yeah that those that cinematography is crucial to his overall style yeah right because his style and his story, they at this point they are melted together. So you yeah, I mean, it's basically movies. you need you get a story of his and you get his style on top of it. And basically. like Midsummer, obviously, I haven't seen Hereditary, I haven't seen whatever else movie he's made. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, primarily, obviously, I'm talking about like there's so many wide, pulled wide, just let the scene run moments, mm-hmm. and all like. I was waiting for the first death to happen. Mm-hmm. So remember when we did, we did the podcast, you talked about it. This is obviously years ago now when it came out. Yeah. I remember explicitly you kept saying like, or you said that what what was, I'm paraphrasing what you said, 2019 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the old people scene kind of shocked you. Yeah. I mean, it comes, because it kind of just comes out of nowhere. So that's... And so I knew that it was happening. So I was, I'm like, expect, I haven't seen nothing of the movie. I just know what I've seen online. Yeah. So I'm expecting like some killer, like it's gonna be like some brutal shit. And I guess, uh, I guess for the for the movie, if you don't expect anything, or also like if for that movie, watch... it's pretty brutal. But like, it's not anything right. like compared to compared to other stuff. It's not anything particularly amazing. right. And so, like, or if you expect like if you watch a lot of stuff, yeah, even like just action flicks, like it's like yeah, yeah it's definitely not like it's a not brutal moment. That's definitely there. Um, but I thought it was going to be more like Spookville. Mm. And it really wasn't any of that at all. No. Nah. Um, but then the whole time I'm sitting there watching the movie being like, man, this is so much like Wicker Man. Like, yeah. Like so many of the elements are just, are just Wicker Man elements. I mean, like her the, boyfriend is basically Wicker Man. It, it, the bear exactly. is basically just, the Wicker Man. You just take away her yeah. and it's Wicker Man. Yeah, basically. You know what I mean? It's like they, the town like trying to do this stuff to make each, each person part of the mm-hmm. elements. And what really made me annoyed with the movie so we didn't even get to see Will Poulter's death in the movie. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I that's that shit, dude. I had a beef with it with fucking No Country for Old Men. I have a beef with it in this movie. It is a movie. Show me that shit. Show me that shit. Yeah. Even if you don't show me him exactly dying on screen, show me the moment he walks away to lead to his death in terms of like yeah. he's a by himself and then whatever. Then he gets attacked and then yeah. cut there and then you show the when you see his skin. Cool. Yeah. I'm cool with that. 
But just to him walk away at a wide shot from the table, then he just is gone for 20 minutes and he's dead. I yeah. don't like that shit at all. Yeah. Now, I can I can deal with the French new wave aspect of their filmmaking, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't think inherently it makes something more artistic or, or good. I just don't think mm. that. That's fair. It's it, 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 just me. Yeah. It's just me. I would much rather watch today's movie again than watch Midsummer. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably watch today's movie too because it's also just you could watch this movie twice in the time it would take you to finish. Oh my god, that alone, that alone, killer. I mean, it really is like this movie. I really didn't realize how short it was, and like once everything pop starts popping off in this movie, it's like just does not fucking stop. Just yeah, halfway through, boom. It's just like bam, 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 bam. All right, it's Halloween. It is. Uh, we're talking about a, a, a famous movie that we have never talked about on the podcast before because we are not horror, horror people. No, so we don't we don't watch horror movies like that. In the world of horror, though, this is up there with like one of the greats. This is like this is like a Goodfellas. Yeah, this is like a I Godfather. Would assume, I would say that of horror movies. Yeah, right. If I had a, if I had a, from the outside looking in as the action aficionado. Yeah. If I had to t- speak for the horror community, I want to guess that this movie <laughs> yeah. is like a, you know, yeah. I think Goodfellas is a good equivalent. Yeah, it's like a groundbreaking yeah. neo-slasher kind like of. Like Halloween is like, I feel like Halloween, the first one, is probably closer to like, what is a good equivalent? Halloween's like what, 77? 80, yeah, seventy nine. a couple years after this. So I feel like this is like this is like the if I had to use music terms, mm. this is like the proto punk to like Halloween to punk? like to like the Clash. Like if like yeah. if Halloween is the Clash, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like the Stooges, like okay. proto punk. Yeah, and everyone's like this is setting the groundwork, and then you get Halloween you're like holy shit, this is yeah. The... And then by the time you get to Friday the Thirteenth, just two years later, yeah. If Everybody's like, like, all right, it's like we're in this. Right, this is just like no, this is the American. This is like the Ramones or some shit. Yeah, I don't fucking know. This is just bullshit. It's, it's yeah, just... but we're talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, nineteen seventy four, the original movie. Yes, Zach, you've never seen it. Have not. I've never seen it. Where where do we go? What do you think? What do I... you expect? It's weird because like I haven't ever watched this movie but obviously like the icon the iconography of texas chainsaw master is like pretty out there if you've like done anything with halloween ever like people love this movie for like and after i would say after watching it for good reason um, yeah leatherface in and of itself is like just such an iconic horror movie villain also just the fact that he like is just wearing fucking human skin is like creepy as fuck yeah um and then he's got multiple masks like he has like three different masks in this movie so it's like i don't know also just this like big fucking guy just waving around a chainsaw and obviously like i've seen the last image of this movie like a lot i feel like on youtube or in like you can't not see that yeah like her going away in the car and then him waving around his fucking chainsaw is like yeah i think too so like just like you and like anyone who like likes movies Mm-hmm. It's impossible not to have seen a clips of the movie. Yeah. 
It's always. I mean, the, just the clip of the dinner scene alone. The dinner scene, like, yeah. Is or you've played Resident Evil, and that's clearly yeah. that's like they're referencing the family. I was gonna say, know? yeah, like uh, I mean, Resident Evil Seven, from what I understand, is basically like this movie. Yeah, it's like basically Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but in Resident Evil. Right. So you have that those elements, and you obviously seen the ending scene, you know, but like basically like the first half of the movie, I I never seen anything. No, I never seen any of that stuff before. I mean, it's like what a fucking way to introduce like one of your fucking main villains being like this weird fucking hitchhiker. Yeah. I'd never that, even like, knew that there was like a guy in a wheelchair in this movie. No, I had no idea at all. I had no do. I had no clue that there was like, I, I remember when I, before I started it, I was like reading the description and she was like her and her invalid brother. I was like, they're siblings in this movie. I didn't know that. I didn't know they were from Texas going to their old house, going to their old. Yeah. Movie. I didn't know any of that shit family house or something what's well, like the very first image you see of this movie as well is like the f- strobe flashes of like decaying rotting bodies which is like yeah. a fucking way to start a movie for sure and like you think about i'm thinking about the movie like through the lens of like 1970s like mm-hmm. you know pop culture okay like what are they trying to critique here yeah like what's the what's the like the the messaging behind? Is it like a war thing? Is it a politics mm. thing? Is it a like I'm trying to think about it? You know, is it like a? And I read that it was like a meat thing too. My understanding, and I think watching the movie is, I feel like it's the overabundance of crime. I feel that they're trying to like play on that aspect a little bit of like the the chaotic nature of the '70s in general, because especially throughout this whole movie, like you get the glimpses of like the uh radio announcer and like they're just like rattling off like crime after crime after crime they're like going through shit that's like not even relevant to like people who are living in texas right it's just this like stream of consciousness of like all these different like chaotic criminal acts that are happening like across the country and then like while that's going on you also have this like horrific situation that's going on in texas yeah, my initial reaction was like, okay, they, they keep talking about this like uh, food factory, like farm, yeah. like. So my initial reaction was like, okay, there's there's some sort of like vegan, yeah, like kind of thing going down, because there's so much meat in the movie. There's a lot, and I mean, yeah, the and family, the chickens, obviously, and the meat, and the yeah, the, the, the Leatherface like, family is obviously like they're all. They talk about how they all worked in the factory. The fucking weird hitchhiker guy is like, yeah, I used to fucking smash cow's heads with a sledgehammer yeah and that was like what the grandpa did and like so, yeah something like this is clearly like a like a vegan thing or also just like is it talking about like what's the what's the, another layer of like this is talking about like american like because they all worked in the factory but they don't work anymore so like are yeah. they like is it like a capitalism type thing i don't you know i don't know but mm-hmm. i just know that like when i first movie started and we get to the hippie hippie ish characters because they're yeah. like hippie lights you know because they're not hippie they're, they're definitely the hippie of, light yeah obviously the time of the hippie is a little gone by this yeah. point but like so they're like hippie ish they're in a van they're in a scooby mm-hmm. van driving through texas and then they're in a they're in a fucking mystery machine driving but the through. opening scene where we get like the freaking wheelchair guy like trying to pee in a cup that's so i mean it's so strange. Or like a canister. Also, the fact that he gets blown over because like a semi comes like too yeah, close. Yeah, I was like, what are we doing, dude? I was like, I don't think semis generate that much wind. That much force. Like make a guy just fucking fall in, uh, into a ditch. Yeah. And then like the whole first half of the movie, like he's being kind of annoying. Yeah, the guy in the wheelchair is like kind of a brat. 
I and get like, it. I like, get you, it. You can't have fun. Yeah. Compared to your sister and her and these like, people, like I get it. But also, your sister's like bringing you along on this trip. So right, and she feels bad for you or something. Yeah, I don't know. Also, he's just as weird as the fucking hitchhiker. Like, exactly, he's, dude. He's just as weird as the hitchhiker. He's like I honestly like got his he, knife. He's like playing with his knife the entire time. Right, and I honestly think that like he has the worst death in the movie. Oh my god, he just far. gets fucking chainsawed in his goddamn wheelchair. Like he gets like chopped he gets apart. Repeatedly like chopped apart by this chainsaw. Like second second death chick on the meat hook oh brutal second and here's the thing i want to talk about because we were just talking about midsummer yeah is that like what i think this movie does really well Mm -hmm. is because there's not much by today's standards there's not much violence no not too much i mean because we get two bonks in the head you get bonks on the head and then you get the guy like spasming which is like pretty Okay, you know, for 1974. Uh, yeah, for the right? 70s, like, pretty brutal. But like, we get more brutality out of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? In terms of, like, gore. Yeah. But what this movie does really well is just, like, I've heard to, heard this a lot when I would watch documentaries or something or, like, hear interviews, like, Rob Zombie talk about stuff and, like, what mm-hmm. inspired him. And they always talk about this movie and, like... I think there's a quote from Rob Zombie. I could, this is from so long ago, so I can't exactly say the mm-hmm. exact quote, but it's like basically to the effect of the way that they shoot it with the kind of cameras that they used, the low budgetness of it almost yeah. looks like it's a documentary. Well, and that's they, when you get the weird they, aspect they, where they also have that scroll at the beginning where they basically right. set this up that there was, this was like the a marketing campaign crime. to like sell yeah. the movie. This was but like it, Blair Witch before Blair Witch. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. But it was, it was like, did I think Rob Zombie said to the effect of like, did they cast actors or just people who are fucking crazy? I feel like you just have to you cast know? people that are fucking crazy. Because like the entire family is like really good. Oh my God. Well, you got the hitchhiker, you got the dad, and then obviously Leatherface is like fucking a weirdo. They're just, they're just really good. Everyone's just, really oh, good. They play being a bunch of cannibalizing hillbillies really, really fucking well. And also, too, I think what I like about the movie a lot, but kind of the same point that I'm talking about is that mm-hmm. for what we are used to, it's not very violent. No. I can see being like seven when it came out or 10 and being like spooked. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. That's crazy, right? The hell out. I could I see mean, that. I could feel, I could see Leatherface giving kids nightmares if they're like 10 Exactly. Years Even though like the first two kills are just walking through your house, bonking the head. Yeah, which to me also, is like hilarious. This movie emphasizes the same point of all good horror movies: never fucking go into a house that you no. don't know who fucking lives there. Exactly. Because exactly. all this could have been avoided if he just didn't go in the goddamn house. You keep leaving. Just leave. Just leave. Walk if away. they'd all just left, they could have stayed the night at their fucking weird dad's house, right? And then left in the morning, and they would have all been fine. All been fine. Instead. The first but guy walks in too far. He decided gets to the head. fucking check out the fucking weird antler room, which you know is not going to be fucking good. It's not no. good if there's just a room that's full of like dead animal heads. No, and like it makes me laugh that like both the dudes get bonk on heads. Oh yeah, it's just so like, and like I guess in one way you can go, oh, it looks so brutal because it's like realistic looking. It's just a hit and then a yeah. full wide shot and you fall down, but it's also so kind of goofy looking too. 
It's it's interesting that you could put the cartoon bonk sound effect and it would be like instantly funny. Exactly. And then like I saw another point about like the the guys don't there's like a brutality against women that people were talking about too. I really don't think there I mean obviously the stuff that happens to the main girl at the end is a little but like the other girl I mean she she just treats her like he treats the guys like he just fucking kills her. Brutalized. Yeah, I think they get bunk on head though but then getting put on the meat hook is brutal. Yeah. But the fucking I mean, I will see gets, he's fucking the wheelchair guy the gets chainsawed alive. Yeah, he got he got his chainsawed. The guy uh, in the wheelchair, yeah, immediately just gets cut into fucking pieces. And he can't go anywhere. He's like stuck. He's in the no, woods. What's he do? Roll stuck away? Stuck in a goddamn wheelchair, and it's already like she wasn't gonna be able to save him. She's already yeah. having the trouble without a fucking chainsaw wielding maniac. So like, <clears throat> I don't really necessarily get that point, but what my old my roundabout way of saying is that like without the violence, uh-huh. they still build it builds tension really well. Mm. I think that's a yes. really the, a masterful thing because like, it's like there's the movie's so short oh, for yeah. you know I, I mean beautiful ninety minute action for like ninety minute horror movies no, 90, good a good eighty five minutes man yeah it's like it's a perfect time limit we get a little bit of time to kind of build the character then we just go from kill to kill to kill to kill mm-hmm. and like you talked about before in regards to Midsummer mm-hmm. was that this movie takes place like ninety percent during the day yeah. And then even with like, yeah, most of everybody gets killed for the most part during the day. The only person who doesn't get killed during the day is the brother is the brother in the wheelchair. That's the only one that takes place at night. And then we we get then we still get to see daylight even after that. Mm -hmm. So like you have this and like I think too like the house is like yeah it's kind of off in in nowhere yeah but it's not just a house. There's a whole like backyard and then. All the cars and like the yeah. generator, all these things that make that make it seem like a maze mm-hmm. that kind of builds out this like. Yeah. First off, again, maybe it's a hippie thing. Maybe it's a nineteen seventy four thing. But if I'm mm-hmm. in the middle of anywhere, like I was telling my wife last night, we were watching Midsummer. I'm yeah. like, if some Swedish dude tells me we're going to my town in the middle of nowhere, you would have you you would not catch me even getting on the plane. Not going. Sorry. Pay me enough money. Not happening. No. I'm definitely not going to go to some weird random person's house who I don't know in the middle of nowhere and knock on their fucking door and say, hey, are you home? Yeah. That's why by today's standards, you even have to Because even if you're not in a horror movie, you're probably going to get shot. Right. Well, that's why in today's standards, it would have to be Saw. Yeah. Or you have to kidnap me because there's no way. Oh, you would 100% have to kidnap me. Yeah. No one's, no one's, I'm not walking up to your random house in the middle of nowhere. I'm not going to Camp Crystal Lake in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's not happening. I'm not doing it. No, no. But then, like the what's so great about this movie? Again, the acting is so solid. Well, so mm-hmm. little. Like it's the acting of such little plot. Yeah, there's really not a lot for them to go off of. It's really all of it. All of the first half of this movie is just an excuse to get them to a point where they get to the house. Exactly. But when you have after the dinner scene, the oh. dining table scene, which is good. Yeah. When she's running. Is it Sally? I think it's Sally, yeah. When um let me double check. Yeah, Sally. When she's running Sally out of the house. Sally is running running out the house and there she's being chased by the um hitchhiker and by Leatherface. Yeah. At any given point the hitchhiker could have grabbed her. He could have grabbed her at any point. Now we know no, he, he well 
I think cut, that he goes was into her. like the sadistic aspect of the hitchhiker, though. It's clearly, he's like toying with her and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna let you get well, away." And, and he's he like, does... cu- he's cutting her up with a knife and stuff. Yeah, like he's cutting her up, and yeah, I mean, he does definitely catch up to her once she gets out to the road. Yeah, he just didn't like... expect a fucking goddamn semi to be fucking barreling through right at then. Right, and then he gets run over, which is great, great, effect. great death. Just great effect. Seeing him just now, get fucking flattened by the semi. If that was made today, that would have been like an explosion of gore. Yeah. He, but I like that it wasn't like it was just like a matter of fact. Like he just got run the fuck over. Yeah, you can see a good wide shot of like the the yeah the doll yet like fresh. Yeah, stuff. underneath the tires. Yeah, it's great. But like, just that running sequence that hold the camera wide, let them run down the down the dirt road. At any given point, we know that she's dead. Yeah, like, no, hundred percent. Like, There's no reason that Leatherface shouldn't have caught up to her because like you already see her and she's like limping. And even Limp by the time that she gets into the truck bed, he's like right there. Yeah. So just that alone. I also don't like that they try to, at the same time, like show how powerful chainsaws are. And then for some reason, a chainsaw can't get through a car door. And it's like, I think a chainsaw yeah. could get through a car door. Depends on the car door, I guess. I don't, I don't think, tr- I think it could get through a truck door at least. But I just think that that, that level of, it's in reality, she's dead. Oh, you know, 100%. we know that. But in the in movie in reality, world, she's not even making out to the fucking street. No, she's done so. But in movie world, to build tension, yeah, she's like every time like you're like you're getting I get like you're getting like pissed off. Yeah, like run faster, run fucking faster. Stop like you were like running so slow, and I get that you're hurt. Use your shit. adrenaline, fight through the pain for like yeah. a good hundred yards, and get out to the goddamn street. It's, just get out there. You know, get out. And obviously, if you're in faster, maybe she would get hit by a semi truck. But like, just run maybe. faster. And I, I like the idea of like the like the um, bait and switch. With there's like, okay, which car can I go to? Like, yeah, is it gonna be the semi truck's gonna stop? No, it's not. He's dead no. or whatever the fuck. They gotta get the other. Well, track. it does stop, and then they have to basically like fucking do a in 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 and out with the fucking cab door. Like he, yeah, they get in the truck, and then immediately Leatherface starts attacking it. So they like go out the back. Right, to like start and trying to run down the street. I think that's the that whole. That's probably the obviously the, the most famous scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. Beyond the him, you know, spinning around and stuff. Yeah. Which, like, also, why is he so mad? Yeah, I don't get that part. Well, I mean, because, so, because someone I mean, knows that. That's the question you ask the whole movie because it's he also like just com- kills all these teens for like. And it's like why why are you killing all these people? Like you know, in the in the middle of the movie when he um captures the first girl. Mm-hmm the sequence where he like goes to the window and like starts like getting mad yeah at i don't get that i didn't get that part either i think it's after he kills the second guy yeah he like goes out to the window and is like trying to look for something and I was yeah like, he's like sitting down for? and starts like getting pissed off at himself or something so it's like aren't you shouldn't you be happy yeah you got like three victims you got like food yeah apparently you know because you're also like when, when um the second guy because I think it's implied fridge. also that they're like they steal from grave sites and they are, they like eat yeah like corpses. When the second guy opens up the freezer and the girl pops out, like yeah, is she like she's dead though? I don't know. Apparently she wasn't dead, but then he just like stuffs her, puts ass her back, back in. in like freezer. fuck you, dude. You're going He's back. Like fuck you. You ain't leaving this fucking freezer. Yeah, you fuck you, dude. And then like so, like, Grandpa's alive. Also, that part was pretty terrifying when he starts like sucking on her finger because i thought for sure when she like visited up because you see grandpa earlier when she like yeah. goes upstairs and you see the i guess grandma too i was like oh they're dead 
they're like yeah. mummified like they're for sure dead and then he like starts sucking on her finger i was like oh he's alive blah, 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 blah. Well, then, when he goes to grab the hammer he's like kind of grabbing it he's like is like he clearly has like no muscle in his hand but he's like yeah. gripping it a little bit but then, like, as another, soon as there's, like, any sort of, like, motion, it's, like, immediately, like, all Another masterful, like, tension-building scene, like, where she's, Oh, like, them, like, trying to... Three yeah, like, minutes of just, like... Fucking them, bash her fucking head in? Oh, my there's God. There's three minutes of that happening, and, like... And, like also, just the, the insane thing of thinking, like, oh, yeah, our grandpa, who's, like, barely alive, he'll be able to fucking smash her head in. And I, I realized when I was watching it, like, oh, man, this is just Resident Evil. Yeah. Like, this is what... The, Resident Evil just copied this, like, verbatim. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to copy anything for your horror game that takes place in a house, yeah, it's a pretty good one to copy. There's a whole bit in Resident Evil, and they basically do the dinner scene again in Resident dinner scene. They have they have like the grandma character, grandpa characters in the wheelchair the whole or like rocking chair the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whole the whole shebang. And then the dad in that movie is basically Leatherface. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. He's like a big strong. He's like the yeah big strong like terrorizer and then you've got the i think it's the brother character that's like the hitchhiker basically uh i think the sister maybe maybe i'm thinking of house of thousand corpses i don't know either way it's clearly like multiple things have you know homaged that that kind of mm-hmm. thing but then, i think that's one of the more iconic horror movies for a reason yeah the, te- the tension though and like even like the chainsaw stuff there's not really there's not much chainsaw stuff no, there's a lot of him cutting up trees with the chainsaw. Yeah, there's like the. I mean, there. I mean, basically, the chainsaw stuff is the extended chase sequence that takes like ten minutes. Yeah, just, like, that going the, through the forest and then eventually like making it to the gas station where her entire life is fucked. Right, brother gets killed, chainsaw guy. Then the mm-hmm. other guy's dead body gets chainsawed up. Yeah, but no actual like. I'm thinking like like the movies you see now, like the sequels are all like. All right, chainsaw, here's a billion chainsaw, chainsaw, chainsaw kills, yeah. Yeah, he really doesn't yeah, do much killing with the chainsaw, really. Because um, even once he starts chasing her at the end of the movie, like he doesn't really kill anybody with the chainsaw. Because you have like equal... Op- you could honestly... The movie he cuts himself called, up with the chainsaw. Right, the movie could have been called the you know Heavy Metal Hammer Massacre yeah. or the Meat Hook Hammer. Slaughterhouse Massacre or something It could have like been called that. anything else. Cause, Texas Slaughterhouse know, Massacre. He honestly gets two kills with a bonk, so that could have been... Yeah. The hammer does more that. than the chainsaw, for sure. But it just obviously doesn't sound as cool. Meat Hook Massacre. Exactly. It could be any of those things. I, um... There's something about, dude, hmm. 70s, like, fashion. They got some... Big ass bell bottom pants in this I'm, movie. I'm, I love it, dude. I I, I like dig it. it. I like it. There's also something about <laughs> '70s movies, especially like exploitation flicks, mm-hmm. where like, dude, you're how do you have nips in summer in Texas? Because you see Sally's nips the entire movie. Yeah. No. Like just like uh, yeah. rocket boobs, no bra at all. No bra. Well, that's the hippie. Doing? That's the hippie movement for you, right? Bro. Exactly. I'm thinking, like, how how did how has society changed so much since 1974? <laughs> like, you can't. It's like if you don't wear a bra now, it's like a full pop. You're a pariah. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing, dude? We got like back then. You got big ass pants, tight shirt, fucking mm-hmm. rocket. I watch like Dazed and Confused all the time, and obviously <laughs> it's a 90s movie emulating 70s. But it's like, dude, this is the same thing. Oh yeah, it was What's, something about the doing? 70s culture, man. They were much more. They were freeing it, dude. I don't know what it is, but I we gotta get back to it because <laughs> I'm I'm into everything. 
The dudes look cooler. You want to be wear, the, you want to be the dude wearing the long sleeve with it completely unbuttoned, just showing your bare chest. The dude in the with the glasses had such a cool fashion style. I liked his look. The other guy, cool um, his wasn't bad, but it was like basically just wearing like a long sleeve shirt that he just had like almost completely unbuttoned. It's the complete opposite again compared to what chest. I watched last night, where I watched Midsummer, where. The boyfriend character who's so annoying the whole movie. Oh my god, he's such and a he, fucking The entire bitch. movie, my wife and I are getting so mad. Because yeah, he sucks, right? Yeah. But the entire fucking movie, this guy is collar. Could not stay in one place. It was so fucking droopy the entire movie. Like one scene, it's like all the way over here. The next scene, it's up here. Yeah. Dude, just wear a regular fucking shirt, dude. Yeah. But these guys, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, no, they got style. Mm-hmm. They have their yeah. They're gonna get bonked on the head and get killed, but they're gonna look good. Oh, they're gonna get it. bonked for sure, but they're gonna look hella good. They're gonna look so they sweet, bonked. dude. Like the whole everyone the girl fashion too. Sense. I mean, it's oh yeah, good. everyone looked good. Everyone except for the freaking brother character who looks. Yeah, so I mean his his fashion is basically I'm in a wheelchair. That's it. That's it. And honestly, dude, like you can really see like the the idea of the final girl. Oh, yeah, in this movie, for sure. In this movie. And obviously, as someone who has such little experience with Final Girl mm-hmm. tropes, I couldn't tell you all the intricacies about, you know, all the all the B-flicks that... I, I couldn't tell you, obviously. Yeah. All I know is the major care, the major ones. Yeah. You know? So this is the first one, I guess. I don't know, right? It has to be? I think so. If it's not the first, it's one of the first, for sure. Can you, like, see, like, a, where is there a... Like with is the final a, girl trope. Is there a Wikipedia page right here? Final I feel like girl. there probably is. Um, let's see. Maybe there's an older version. Who was the first final girl in horror? Yeah, it's her. From Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Laurie Strode, 78. Yeah, with Halloween, obviously. And then you've got... So there's a couple Friday of characters 13, in the 70s. Oh, here. Um... Last House on the Left has been viewed as the primary victim. Uh, so maybe this is not really that. Jess yeah. Bradford from Black Christmas. Black Christmas. I don't think I ever watched Black Christmas. It's um, I've only seen clips of it because it's really popular. Mm-hmm. There's like a scene where there's like a moment where like this rocking rocking chair like death zombie skull skeleton character. It's a really popular huh. movie. Interesting. I think that like I swear. There's a famous actor who said he loved it, and I don't know why. I'm trying to remember who it was. Hmm. It blew my mind as to why this actor like named it his. Was it fucking Sean Connery? Named Black Christmas is like one of his. Yeah, favorite someone movies. like was like this movie's rad. And I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, fuck, hold on. Oh my god. Now, now I'm like trying to remember who it was because <laughs> I was like looking at it like who the why did this this what a weird person to say this movie's awesome. Yeah. Sean Steve Connery Martin, would be Steve Martin. Steve Martin, that's also a weird one. One of us, she said, he said that when he met one of the actresses, he told her that she started one of his favorite movies of all time. What the fuck? Hussey thought initially it was referring to Romeo and Juliet, but said no, it had been Black Christmas and he saw it 27 times. Jesus. What a weird guy to be like, yeah, I love what it. A, what an interesting take from Steve Martin to be like, yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time, fucking Black Christmas, baby. Also, oh, she was in the Romeo and Juliet movie from the sixties where you see her boobs and she's like fifteen. Oh, crazy shit! That's crazy. Yeah. So okay, so we think that Sally Hardesty is one of the main. Yeah, OG I would say girls. she's definitely one of the OGs. 
for the final girl for sure which i don't i wonder why that trope is why is that trope the thing that they do why is it the not final guy yeah is it i don't know the, is it because the female character is viewed as like i feel like it's probably or something? the yeah because the female characters are inherently like weaker and so it's like I don't know, maybe it's like the predatory thing, because like prey or predator. Well, no, that's not true. Predators always take out the fucking weakest. They don't go after the strongest. I don't know. Or like you know, you watch like, <clears throat> or maybe it's because people are more willing to like watch guys get killed than yeah. they are to watch like girls. You feel like you know, there's always at least one girl that dies as well. You feel a more emotional connection to the female character because you feel more bad for her. I feel like that's probably what it is. You know, versus like if it's a. If it was like the guy in the glasses. I feel like if you had that dinner scene and it was a guy, it wouldn't be like nearly as creepy and brutal. Right. Well, because maybe also because it has, has always has a weird like sexual. That's what and, that, and that, in this movie, for sure, you have that weird like sexual undertone to it as well, where like uh, these guys could like are probably going to rape yeah. this girl. Other other horrible things like that yeah. are in, insinuated. Other yeah. than just like killing them. Right. Because killing you would just be like whatever yeah yeah i don't know man like, i i never really i watched the movie and i didn't really think that they were gonna like be like beyond like just cannibals yeah i didn't really think of like i thought they to me I, maybe i'm missing it or maybe i was wrong like tell me what you think mm. I, I was just thinking more they're just gonna like cut her up and eat her i thought they were gonna do that for sure but i definitely thought that the hitchhiker the brother yeah. Might have been if anybody was gonna do some weird sexual stuff, it would have been him. Because he was right. like Googling her the whole time. So. Do you think that he was like I I didn't get this part either from the beginning of the movie when they picked him up. Yeah. Was he trying to get people in there or he just happened they just happened to pick him up? I don't get that part either. And I think it just happened to be that they picked him up because when they show back up to the house, the dad like berates him, saying that he shouldn't have left the house. Yeah, and he shouldn't have left his brother alone. So clearly, he was like not supposed to be out like in the streets doing whatever, right? So it makes me feel like he just they just like happened to pick him up, and he was just like a weird, creepy fucking dude. And he also happened to be like connected to this fucking. But then he does say at one point he like tries to get them back to his house, right? Yeah, he, the whole time he talks like about how his brother that, makes yeah. head cheese, which I never have heard of head cheese, but it sounds fucking disgusting. Either. Sounds gross. I don't think I would want anybody's head. Also, be, let's be real, dude. If my if I got a giant cut on my arm, I'm not, we're going right to the hospital. Oh yeah, no, we're not. The road trip is over. We're, road trip's we're fucking. Over. You take me to a doctor right now, and we fucking figure out what we're gonna do about this. Like that guy probably going, has the rabies or some shit. We're, yeah, like, we're not know. going to the fucking old house to look around the, for the pool. We're going to the hospital, dude. No. I would. I don't care about my father's house anymore. I'd be like, I don't care what I said earlier. We're going to the goddamn hospital. Yeah, I have a giant like four inch cut on my hand. Yeah, we're going. Horror, yeah. horror people are stupid. No, <laughs> people dumb. in horror movies are dumb. Well, that's why Scream has. Oh, head cheese is not cheese. What the fuck? It's like stew or something. It's like, it's like a meat mash. Oh, okay, that's gross. Yeah, it's it looks disgusting. What the fuck? Oh. I always thought head cheese was cheese. Well, it's just like they like, scrape the brains out and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I it said somewhere, I read briefly, yeah, it was made from, like, the head of a calf or a pig or something like that, so. His whole spiel about it in the, in the movie. Jesus. My brother makes good head cheese. 
What's the what's wrong with his face too? You know. Also, I didn't get that part. I thought it maybe it was just like a birthmark or something. Did like he like that. cut himself, and that's like where he cut himself last time. Like, I don't know. I know because it didn't look like a cut. It looked more like a burn mark. It looked like a burn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because then he like cuts up his. Oh. First of all, if anybody used my knife to cut up their hand, I'd be like, "You can keep the knife." Also, I I I've ha- we've all had those like utility pocket things. Yeah, those knives ain't sharp. No, so, not sharp. If you're trying to cut yourself that deep with a pocket knife, you're putting some real fucking pressure. Now, on Now, if it was a Gerber, oh, or like a Swiss, oh yeah, maybe maybe a Swiss. Those things are expensive. Swiss Swiss is cut. But if it's your random ass, you know, Bass Pro Shop utility yeah. pocket utensil thing, no, that maybe the cr- maybe the corkscrew thing, bought whatever whatever that tool is for, bottle mm. opener, or I don't know the fuck that is. Maybe that's yeah. better. Maybe Zach, favorite scene from the movie. I really do love the dinner scene, man. Dinner scene is so good. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. creepy, and like them like cutting back. And forth with all the different camera shots of all of the guys, and you see all of them increasingly looking like more and more fucking insane, especially the dad character. Just like seeing him like have that continual like and I feel like it's not I feel like they show three or four different times of him like going to like uh to like start laughing. <laughs> yeah. He has that like uh face and then he lo- and then he just starts like going to the crazy laugh. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um and then when they start trying to have the hammer scene, there everyone's like, like oh my all god, like, like happy and stoked for it. Yeah, the I brother's like too. all excited to like fucking push this girl's head down so she can get her fucking head whacked. Like she's. I like, love that scene too because they have like that like the little kiddie pool bucket thing. Yeah, they have like some like foot bucket thing. I think that's that's so funny because to me that 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 shows that this is like a oh, oh they've done this prepared. before. We, this is like our thing. Yeah. Oh no, they've definitely done this before. This is our like, we have a whole shebang. Remember, we gotta put it over the bucket this time. We can't just yeah. have anybody's head like fucking, you know, going all over the goddamn carpet. Right. We we gotta we I'm not clean that up. No. I'm gonna go down to the fucking piggly wiggly and rent a fucking carpet cleaner. I'm not no. doing that, dude. Not today, no bitch. This is hardwood, dude. Yes. This is hardwood. I didn't bring the Swiffer and I didn't get the replacements either. So we're not doing that. I'm not exactly. cleaning up the floors. Get the bucket. So fucking hitchhike what the fuck hitchhiker's name is? Jeff. Yeah. Get the fucking kiddie pool and put yeah. it under this time, please. Yes. Make sure her head is over it. Because if we're going to smash her brain with the bits. But also, would you not want to have, like, do you crack the skull and you crack it open and eat the brain? Like, what are they doing? I don't know. Like, what's, well, what's, the, what's the goal here? You know, like, I think for the, them, the it's more of an extension of, like, them treating people like cows. Exactly. So it's just, that's so the too. easiest way that they know to kill somebody, and then you can cut them up and do whatever. The do fuck you? you want. I want to know. Like, there has to be a prequel where they explain why they do this. I think there is a prequel, but I feel like I feel like it's not that good. Like they were fired, and they were like just they couldn't pay for money anymore. I don't so know. I feel like people. I feel like there was a prequel though. There, there probably is. But I don't know if it like goes into the, the family. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the early years, something like that, some dumb shit like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The reckoning. I want to know, because I know there's a remake for this as well, and mm-hmm. I want to, I'm interested to watch it only to see how much more brutal it is in like yeah, a modern yeah. horror aspect, and also how much longer that it is. Oh, yeah. Because I want to know how much they try to extend this movie, because the concept in and of itself is fairly simple. Yeah. So I don't know how you could bloat it. But I'm sure that there's some hack writer somewhere that there's, was like, there's I can be a 25 minute like scene long. of Leatherface oiling the chainsaw. Yeah. 
or him like they just go more brutal with it and just see him like chainsawing up all the bodies or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, or it's like a it's making a, that like a ten minute scene, an A twenty four scene where they're trying to start, start the generator and he's like pressing the oiling button. <laughs> it's, it's, it gets stuck a little bit. It's a wide shot of that for fifteen minutes. Yeah, you know. Oh That's what God. it is. Or yeah. he throws the girl on the hook, and she just you just watch this whole scene where she's like trying to get off this hook, yeah. like oh. the skin's like pulling down and stuff. You know. Oh yeah. My favorite scene of the movie because it's really good at building tension, like I said before. That mm-hmm. for me at least, <sighs> dinner scene's good. I think though, first bonk, first bonk is, is my favorite well. because like it's like the actor committed to falling. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he did. He fell hard. He fell hard, and then what I love about the scene and he committed to the spasms too, right? And what I love about that first bonk is walk through the hallway. Which first off, again, dumb dumb move. Yeah, never go in the fucking house. First, and then never walk through a doorway. That's a fatal funnel. What are we doing? Don't go in the weird, creepy room that's full of dead animal heads. Don't do it. Right. So he gets bonked on the head, commits to the fall, hard fall. Right, and then Leatherface pulls the body. Closes the weird door. Has some weird like shutter door, like some soundproofing chainsaw door. I don't know because, but then you see later on that the the room that that hallway or the that kitchen. door leads to is connected to the kitchen. Right. It's not a soundproofing thing. But also, they heard the chainsaw when they were coming in the one side when they were trying to yeah. hop the fence or whatever, or go look through the car. They heard the chainsaw there too. Yeah. So it's like I also how- don't. The Leatherface committing to the bit of like trying to lure the person in by squeaking like a fucking pig. Yeah. Is like, ugh. Or I wonder if like um, the door so they can't run away. Maybe. But also, like, if you're as efficient as bonky people on the head as Leatherface seems to be, you like, you're not going to get away. You just throw the, you throw the bonk. Yeah. Shin with the bonk and they're, they're done. But I they're love that done. scene because it's like so, it's so quick. Oh, yeah. Like well, that's, bonk, the, that's the one, like, when shut. he pops out and, like, you fucking see him for the first time, I was like, yeah. that got me a little bit. I like that bonk. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. You a good the, one. What was the jump scare you talked about? That was the one where he pops out oh, the okay. first time. Yeah, yeah. That's really the only jump scare in the movie, really. Right. Because after that, you're like, like, no, Leatherface is there. Yeah, everything else in the movie just, like, you know, creep, Creepville. But, yeah, that first jump scare where he, like, uh, finally, because, yeah, it is after, like, this long build of tension of, like, is he gonna be fucking there? And then and he pops the music, out. The, like, the the soundtrack, the music, cha- the score changes to be more like, oh, here we go, finally. Yeah. And then bop. I think there wasn't any score at all when he's doing that initial, like house knocking. I feel like there's no score at all. Well, when they're walking up to the house, I'm I'm pretty sure it's like that. They changes to like a darker darker tone. Mm, okay. And he starts knocking on the door. He's like talking to the girl and shit. Yeah. 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 Mm. Bonk. Bonk, bonk him. And you feel bad for the girl, the meat hook man. Because like, what did she do? I do. Also, props. She's to just trying face, to find dude, her boyfriend. He, props to Leatherface, but he's hitting the bicep. He's hitting biceps. He's hitting traps. Oh, he is, dude. To be able to fucking just casually toss a full person. Oh yeah. Onto a, he's got it, he's got that upper body workout down pat. Onto rea- in reality, it would just like skin a little bit. Probably, I feel like you have to like clip it in there. You know, I was which I'm pretty say, sure. If you want somebody to like actually get stuck in a meat hook, you got to fucking. Force yeah, that shit. I bet in the remake they he like grabs it and like shoves it in and then like cranks it. Probably. 
you know. I would assume that yeah, he like takes a hook off and then puts the and then like hangs them up. And on right, it. and then they like self cranks it or something. Something like you know? that, yeah. Because then like, I mean, I, I appreciate the like fluidity of like, no, nope, you're here and on hook. I yeah. appreciate the respect of that because she has to watch him like chainsaw the friend or something. Yeah, I, I appreciate. I think it's her that. boyfriend. But then also why? And now here's the other thing I want to I respect the family for. Mm-hmm. Leatherface. He cooks up the friend or whatever they do raw. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. He chainsaws. Which first off, again, let's be real here. Chainsaw. If you're gonna eat, you're a cannibal. Chainsaw. Wrong tool. No, not a good tool. Destroys the meat. We know that. Yeah. You, you want gotta, to put your knife for sure. You got to look go, go from the Hannibal perspective, slicing, yeah. dicing, right? Oh yeah. So whatever. But for the effect of the movie, they chainsaws him up. And now this is where I respect Leatherface as a chef. Okay. He goes, look, I made, I prepared a full body meal here. Yes. I could be gluttonous. I could, could cut be. up this other girl on the meat hook. But that's too much. We don't need all that right now. No, we got to we'll freezer. Put her in the freezer. That's that's smart business. It is good business sense. So when they get the when they get Sally, they're like, yo, we good got three. Yeah. No, we don't got we, have, we we can indulge in this one. Yeah, we've well, we've already got food for days. So because like they they didn't even bring Grandpa out for the other girl. Mm-mm. Like grandpa, we gotta bring this. You're gonna bonk this one. Yeah. They're <sighs> well. They the rest of the family wasn't there for the first girl. So. No. But he still could have walked upstairs and got grandpa the bonk. I guess he could have. It also feels like he wasn't smart enough to think about grabbing grandpa though. No, 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 he wasn't. That's he, that's a dad idea. That's that's dad idea for sure. Yeah. Zach. Yes. Any final thoughts on the final girl of no? Any final thoughts for Texas Chainsaw Massacre before we end the pod? No, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, it was surprising how much I liked it. Um, and probably because it's not as scary as I thought it would be. Because you know, has that reputation of being like one of the first horror movies, very iconic in horror cinema. But like, it's a manageable horror for me. Yeah, suspenseful. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I really enjoyed the movie for what it was. Um, I, I had obviously kind of unknown expectations just beyond it being just like this like classic staple to the genre. Mm-hmm. And I think that what I got out of it was just really well done for yeah. the money, to the grit, to the acting, to the to the tension building. All that stuff is really well done. And it shows mm-hmm. you that you don't have to have all the money in the world and all these different things to make a movie spooky. Yeah. Obviously if you're trying to go for scares, it's different, but like just for like tension building horror, I think it does a really good job. Yeah. I agree. So guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you back next week with more check the vending machines. See you guys.